It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today's guest is Madison Rudin. And today we will be drinking and discussing Tangerine LaCroix. First off, Madison, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to drink some salsa. Hell yeah. Um, So uh, can you tell our listeners about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Madison Rudin. I'm an artist living and working in Toronto, Canada. Um, My work tends to work around food and drinks and packaging and how to bring extremely beautiful packaging to life through art. Um, I just graduated from OCAD University, which is a school here in Toronto. So I've been working with Awesome. Congratulations for graduating. <laughs> um, so um, let's crack it open. Let's just go yeah, right into it. Yeah. Okay. So Tangerine LaCroix. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had Tangerine LaCroix. I feel like a lot of times on the podcast, I can't remember whether I've had a seltzer or not, but I didn't even know that LaCroix had a Tangerine flavor. So I'm excited to actually try it right now. Yeah, that's really good. I think that... Um, what I like about it is that it kind of just tastes like carbonated orange juice. And I think that's like really, really awesome. Um, yeah, I feel like some LaCroix flavors, while I like LaCroix, some flavors kind of taste like seltzer water with a flavor added. This just tastes like straight up like tangerine juice. And I think that's like really, really good. Well, the craziest thing for me about this flavor was that when I first tried it, somebody had messaged me being like, have you tried this flavor? It's crazy. Cause when you first open it, the smell is insane. Like the amount of off gas that it brings of like a really potent, like clementine tangerine smell is crazy. And then on top of that, the orange flavor of LaCroix, I'm not a fan of like at okay. all. So I think that's what I might've had as opposed to the tangerine. So what does the orange flavor taste like as opposed to this? Because this just tastes like, like you said it, like, it almost tastes like you, like you're cutting open an orange and it's like, you're getting that smell almost as a taste and it's very good. But, um, what is the orange flavor? Is that like muddled or like, like I don't know if you have the clan raspberry flavor. Yeah. So that one's also not really my favorite. It kind of has that same kind of like weird metallic-y taste that that one has. And it's almost like that. It's like they opened the LaCroix, whispered orange into it, and then closed it really quickly. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) So that's exactly what I was trying to say is like, um, I like the tangerine one just off the bat because it has a full flavor, but I think that there's definitely other ones that taste like seltzer water with a flavor as well. You know, like it's like added like later on. So, yeah. yeah. Um, So... Your art is about food, drink. It's like grocery store based. What led you to making art of this subject? Well, when I was around in my, I think my second year of my undergrad program, um, I was doing a lot of abstract art and I was kind of just trying to make my art fit the projects and I just wasn't feeling creatively fulfilled. So I started painting LaCroix cans just in my free time. Um, for fun, because the cans are really aesthetically beautiful, um, which I think is kind of their gimmick. But um, they started reaching out to me and 
So we would talk back and forth. They would repost my posts on their stories. And then I started working with a lot of companies. Um, like I've worked with Ugly Water, who I know that you've tried their mm -hmm. seltzer on your podcast before. So I was making paintings for them to use as advertising on social media. Essentially. Very cool. Um, so that's kind of how I got into it. And then I started continuing and then it became my thesis in my last year. Very, very cool. So what, um, regarding like the collaborations, what is that process like? Is there like, do they reach out to you and say like, oh, we want you to paint this specific flavor that we have coming out? Like what was, I guess, like, um, like, is there a specific one that you could walk our listeners through, I guess? Yeah, I can try. It's different with each product just because different products have obviously a lot of flavors. Some products only have the one, it's a tester or whatever it might be. Um, usually the majority of the time I would reach out to the company and say, hey, introduce myself, um, kind of explain to them what I do. And I would typically do these paintings either for a commission price or sometimes I would do them in return for product. So they would send me over a certain amount of their product because I tend to work from life. I like to have the actual object sit in front of me as I paint it. Um, so like with Ugly Water, for example, I reached out to them. They are technically like they don't even sell in Canada. So wow. So you got that's great. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like probably and the crazy thing is that Hugh, who's the one of the co-owners, mm -hmm. his like sister, I think, lives here, but they don't sell it here. That's wild. But wow. so they shipped me a bunch of their seltzers and then they gave they usually give me full reign to choose if they have a whole line of products. They'll say choose whichever one um you want, and then I'll usually paint it. Painting takes me, it depends on how how much I'm working on it. If I sit down for two hours, I could get it done for sure. Um, and then I usually send them the painting and they post it on social media. Very cool. That's a, that's yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, I mean, in regards to that as well, like um, what is, so you do paintings, but then you also do like models of the cans as well, correct? Yeah, so what exactly. what is the process of like creating one of those models like what yeah, so like, this is a obviously the listeners can't see this but we can uh -huh. i'll like screenshot it and post it online if you want to like pose with it there you go incredible <laughs> yeah so essentially what it is is i went through a whole process of mold making so what i did was i took an actual can of Lacroix and i made a two-part mold of it so essentially you take silicone and you take plaster and you make a mold of it so that you can essentially make a bunch of casts which mm -hmm. is what you would call a model same thing mm -hmm. so then you pour plaster um into the mold once it's finished you take it out and then uh, it dries and then i hand paint it so i essentially have this like lazy susan that i set up on my desk so that it can like spin with the like the sculpture can spin and I'll set up like an actual LaCroix or whatever it is that I'm making. Um, right now I'm working on a whole series called the LaCroix Lover series where I'm painting every LaCroix can that's available in Canada, which is technically 14, but 13 if you don't include pure. Gotcha. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I, I uh, and 
you could like finish what you're saying, but I would like to just say this that there's LaCroix flavors. I'm sure I don't know in Canada, but um LaCroix flavors, I feel like I just keep finding out about more that I didn't know that existed. Like LaCroix has like a cola flavored one now. <laughs> the can is like beautiful for that one as too, but like I can't find them anywhere. Like there's certain flavors that like even just other flavor combinations that aren't coming to mind that I've seen people post on like Twitter and stuff. And I'm just like, I have never heard of these. Like this is not what sold in my grocery store. So I feel like they just keep coming out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. And it's insane because I, I did a painting for Nicola, which is their LaCroix brand. Sorry. Um, And they can't ship it here. So I like, it's hard for me to work um it's hard for me to work on these paintings if i can't work from life and they for some reason can't send them here yeah um and they sell them here so i don't really understand why that is do they sell the cola one in they canada don't. they don't gotcha gotcha okay. they also have those curate ones which are like they have a coffee one they have one that's uh it's like pineapple cherry yeah th- i think that's what i'm talking about where I, aren't they like skinnier cans maybe right yeah so and they're like a flavor combination that aren't in right. the normal like LaCroix so that's weird I we have to like figure out this mystery that it's not involved like it's nowhere in Canada but then I can't find it in New York either so it makes yeah. no sense to me because we don't have like I've been listening to your podcast and I know that you guys did like the limoncello mm-hmm. um we don't have that Gotcha. So we don't have the limoncello yet. We I've tried the hibiscus in Florida, but we don't have it here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and did then you we like it? Past the pastique or whatever. I did like it actually a lot. It's very good. It's very sweet, but it's very good. But I like that it's sweet because I find that with a lot of the Lacroix, it just like it's only a whisper of flavor. Like it's not a lot. And if yeah. I'm choosing to drink it instead of drinking a soda then it's like well it's not i don't have any flavor yeah exactly yeah that's why i like the tangerine Lacroix because specifically it has that full flavor that i am looking for um because i think that there's a lot of seltzers that i would use as like a soda alternative and then there's other ones while i still like them they taste more like seltzer and that's okay too but um yeah i love something that tastes like almost like you carbonated juice you know (laughs) it's like what this tastes like so um why why like you mentioned based on like the design of the can but what like what's your relationship with seltzer so growing up my my household was a very uh health conscious household we didn't really have a lot of junk food in the house um my mom was very health conscious growing up so we didn't have soda really like my mom would buy diet soda every once in a while and sometimes if we would go out to drink or to like for dinner or whatever we would have a soda Mm -hmm. um but I had a friend growing up and at her house she had LaCroix and it's like a vivid memory for me for some reason but she only had the pure one and the cran raspberry one because I'm assuming back then that was probably like 10-15 years ago they only had a few flavors right um so I remember drinking it at her house and then my mom has been like a big Perrier fan for a long time she'll go to restaurants or whatever and get a sparkling water instead of flat water yeah um just because she likes it better 
And then maybe in high school, so six-ish years ago, I started really getting into LaCroix because I was trying to like lose weight. I was on keto and I was trying to like get rid of all the soda out of my life because I love Dr. Pepper. It's hard not it's hard not to love. (laughs) (laughs) Um so I started drinking LaCroix and I just started finding all the flavors and just like really getting into it. And as time goes on, they start to bring more and more flavors to Canada, which is nice. Um, but I'm obsessed now. I could drink two to three a day. It's kind of an issue. Awesome. <laughs> uh, that's that's a good thing. It's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you. Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Well, it sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic, Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that show your support for making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. Plus, Superyaki has a brand new collection highlighting the cinematic achievements of one of cinema's finest actors, Brandon Fraser. And that's due later this month, everybody. So please look out for that. As you said, you've listened to the podcast before, so you probably know the big debate that we have um should seltzer be free if you're getting it off tap at a restaurant yeah my opinion is it should because they don't pay really anything for it if you're buying a coke then you're paying for the fountain the liquid but if it's not if it's just from a fountain or from the tap then you shouldn't be paying for it i'm happy to pay for it if it's a bottle of perrier or a can of canada dry or what if it's a comes in a container then of course, yeah, you should pay for it just as you would a can of juice or whatever else. I agree. But if it comes free from the tap, it should be free, just like tap water. Agreed, 110%. Yeah, I think that paying for a bottle, you're clearly paying for the bottle. Mm-hmm. So if you're uh, seeing the waiter get it off tap, then it should be free. That's just my opinion. That's your opinion as well. So Yeah. Um, so you've painted snacks as well. So mm-hmm. just like other things that um, you'd see in like a grocery store, what are your go-to snacks on like a convenience store run? Like if you had to choose anything just from, you know, 
your local i don't even know if there's 7-elevens in canada but yeah, okay good cool. yeah um well i love a slushy i know that's not really a snack but that's usually i'll usually go and i'll get cheese it's and a slushy those perfect what what flavor is slushy what's your go-to flavor I don't know how to describe it other than red. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, cherry. It's like the yeah, cherry, yeah. yeah, cherry or like fruit punch. Yeah, it's either like yeah. red, blue, or Coca-Cola, right? <laughs> yeah, my 7-Eleven has like 10 or 15 different flavors now, which is crazy to me. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and we had Quick Trip, and they have a drink called Booster Rooster, which is a slushy, and it's mm-hmm. like a energy drink slushy, which is insane. If you're ever at a quick trip and you want a fun slushy option, it's insane. Wow, it sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, my friends and I would go and get them before and after school, and like not in the same day, but like either before. <laughs> or after school. Um. Yeah, the closest thing that I've like found now that's like a seltzer that tastes like soda is the black cherry bubbly mm-hmm. tastes like Dr. Pepper, like slightly. Yeah, I, I've i had, I don't think I've had the black cherry bubble. Oh, wait, I have. I'm, I'm thinking ugly. I don't know why I'm thinking ugly. Because the mm-hmm. ugly cherry to me tastes like a red slushy. Mm. That's, that's why. That's why I was thinking of it. Yeah. I'm usually not a big black cherry fan. Like, I don't know if you had the white claws mm-hmm. that like came out this summer. They're they're basically spiked seltzer, mm-hmm. and they had a black cherry flavor, and it was just terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I think cherry is the kind of thing that like it can be good if it tastes like cherry, but I don't know. Like, it's not like like I think cherry is just like a big artificial flavor for like red. Like, like you said, like, it's just like, it kind of just like encompasses like the color red. So it could kind of be anything. Yeah. I'm hoping that like soon they'll bring all of ugly to Toronto because I actually really liked it. And over the summer, my friends and I all went up to my cottage and we tried every flavor of LaCroix that's like available here Mm -hmm. just because I feel like I hadn't had like the orange or I hadn't in a long time. And it was surprising to me like what ones were at my top and what i i knew that the cran raspberry and the berry were going to be at the lowest bottom mm-hmm. they're just they're weird i don't so, know so what is your top then is it tangerine Lacroix or my top was mango gotcha and then tangerine after that. cool okay okay um yeah. so is there a food or drink that you haven't painted that you would love to or something that you're working on or it's a hard question I really want to make like a huge cereal box like 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 a person size cereal box that would be very cool (laughs) I've been doing a bunch of like these shelf paintings which are supposed to emulate like a grocery store shelf Mm -hmm. um, which have been really fun and I did a lot of cereal and I really enjoy painting cereal boxes because they're so bright and the characters are so fun to paint um but I'm hoping in the next year I'll be able to do like a full big like cereal box that's human size. Yeah, that would be awesome. Any so- a cereal companies listening to this, take note and hire <laughs> Madison to do that. Um, so what is, so yeah, if you had to craft a seltzer named after yourself, what would it be and why? 
Like what flavor? Yeah. It could be mm. something that just doesn't exist. Like it doesn't have to be something that's already on the market. Like maybe pina colada. Okay. Sounds good. Or like a Starburst flavor. Like that the red amazing. Starburst. Yeah. That could be really like they actually speaking of like candy turned seltzers something that i have not covered on the podcast but it was discussed like briefly is that jelly belly has a line of seltzers unfortunately Um, unfortunately right i heard about that yeah uh i've been putting that off but i think that's something that i have to tackle soon (laughs) it's just gonna taste like you put you dropped a jelly belly in a cup of sparkling water and let it disintegrate and get all zhuzhed up in there it's just gonna taste weird yeah it's it's also something that um i think they do sell it in grocery stores but no grocery stores near me so it's something that i would have to go out of my way to order online which is not something that i necessarily would love to do so um I'll, I'll do that eventually, but maybe Jelly Belly, I'll reach out to them and they could send me the line of seltzers that they have. Yeah. What's your favorite um, LaCroix? Like, do you have a favorite LaCroix seltzer of the ones that you've tried so far? The ones that, regarding the ones that I've tried so far, I liked Lemoncello quite a lot. It actually grew on me after having it on the podcast um, just because it's, it really just tastes like a dessert and I feel like there's mm-hmm. not like dessert seltzers. So um, that was exciting to like actually try um, favorite. I don't know. I like LaCroix. I love the designs of LaCroix, but it, I wouldn't say it's my like go-to like, I'm always like really happy when I have it in the house, but it's not something that I like pick up regularly either. True. I just feel like I'm, well, my mom always drank Perrier, but Perrier seems so, like, bougie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's even the right word, but it feels so expensive. And then I got her on the LaCroix train, and ever since then, like, I don't, I try not to stray, but I sometimes do. They're much different, I would say. I think that, like, um, Perrier definitely has that air of like fanciness about it and i think it's something that you do see when you're a kid and you assume it's like super super expensive and it is expensive but it's not like you know you're not paying 20 dollars for a case or anything so um yeah but and i don't know Lacroix just seems fun i feel like it's definitely marketed towards like the youth so mm-hmm. it's um it's gotten me with that so <laughs> you know i i like it yeah, because I mean, it's not like it's Voss water expensive because I worked with Voss on a painting and they sent me like their sparkling water, which is very much like very bougie, very high class, like adult parents are supposed to be the ones drinking it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, like it wasn't my favorite. Was So Voss is not something I've had before. I had always seen the bottles of it and just assumed that it was like a fancy water and fancy water is just, I'm just like, whatever, I'll drink any type of water. I don't need to have like a nice bottle of water. So I would avoid it. So what is, what's the carbonation on that? Like, is it like really strong or is it just like nothing? I would say it's like pretty on par with Perrier in terms of carbonation. Okay. Um, 
they only had i think they have three flavors and they're kind of like obscure flavors like i think it's like cucumber mint like very much like spa water bubbly gotcha okay i gotta try it have you do you like bubbly as well because bubbly is something i'm very like torn on (laughs) i'm not in love with it okay why certain flavors I don't know. I just like feel like it's cheap LaCroix. Gotcha. I feel like some of the flavors that are the same as LaCroix, LaCroix does better. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I'm excited to try. They just came out with like a peach one mm-hmm. and a pineapple one that we just got here. Cool. So everything that the state gets, I feel like we get it like a couple months behind y'all, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of annoying because then I'm constantly waiting but I'm excited to try those because I feel like LaCroix doesn't I mean they have those curate cans but they seem impossible to find I've never seen them right 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 yeah yeah I definitely want to try those obscure flavors of LaCroix um speaking of Canada getting things late um the opposite thing happened to my town is that a Tim Hortons just opened up like Mm -hmm. literally um last week and I went yesterday and it was great those donuts are amazing <laughs> um yeah so, you know good. tables like, have turned tim- there <laughs> timbits are next level <laughs> um so to wrap things up let's rate the seltzer overall just one out of ten whether we liked it and then regarding the bubbles one out of ten as well so for flavor i guess i'll say I'm going to give it an eight because I really like this and I think it has like a full flavor. Um, I'm going to take one more sip and I will see what I think about the bubbles and then you could have your rating as well. Yeah, I think I'd give it probably a nine in terms of flavor. Bubbles is like, it's definitely, LaCroix is not as strong as other seltzers I've had, but the bad thing is that whenever I do this rating near the end of the podcast, the carbonation has definitely like fizzed out. So maybe it needs to be something that I do at the start of it. But um, I'm going to say like a seven on bubbles. It's weird because out of all the LaCroix flavors, I find that this one is in some ways the most bubbly. Yeah. It's uh, I'll give it a seven too. Yeah. I like it. Um, so do you have anything that you'd like to promote and where listeners can like follow you on social media? Yeah, so on I'm only really on Instagram in terms of social media. My Instagram's at MadisonRudin underscore art. Um, I recently just did a really big Valentine's Day installation that I'm selling prints and uh, the pieces for. As well, like all my LaCroix sculptures are always for sale. So you can hit me up via DM to get your hands on one of those. Excellent. All right. Okay. Madison, thank you for coming on the SeltzerCast. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll see you. Bye. This has been the SeltzerCast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter, at SeltzerCast, and our Instagram, which is seltzer.cast. See you next week.